Hi, I'm Brittany Hoffman. And I'm Madeline Phipps. Welcome to Shifting Ears, the internal podcast that we're starting here at Valley Metro. Talking about all things transit, transportation, and everything you need to know about the agency, behind the scenes, and some upfront stuff you may not know about. Hey, Maddie. Hey, Brittany. Did you know it's Women's History Month? Yes, I did. It's my favorite month of the year. Obviously, because we're both women. So this is our time to shine. And obviously, Women's History Month, there's so much women's history to cover, whether it's transportation, aviation, you know, leadership in the courts. There's so many women who have trailblazed before us for us to be able to do what we do today. I know. I think it's definitely easy for us to call out these really famous women who have really set the stage and led the way for generations to come after them. Um, But I actually got a chance to speak to two of those trailblazing women who actually work for Valley Metro and that most of us work for or work with almost every day. I was so jealous that you got to sit down with Debbie Thacker and Michelle Wallach because I work with them all the time on service-related situations, incidents, changes. And so I look up to these women all the time. They have it in order. They're telling the guys what to do so it gets done on time when it needs to be there. And so they're just two of the women we have here at Valley Metro. But we have a lot of women that really help our agency run and keep us on track. Hi, I'm Michelle Wallach, and I'm the Fixed Route Administrator for Bus Operations. Hi, my name is Debbie Thacker. I'm the Assistant Manager for Rail Operations. So I know that both of you have been with the agency for a while. Will you each tell us how long you've been at Valley Metro and um, if you've held any other positions while working here before your current one? Well, I've been with Valley Metro for three years in my current position. In 2003, I worked for Valley Metro as a contractor for Parsons as a utility inspector. I worked hand-in-hand with a lot of the different construction crews. In 2008, I became an employee of ACI, who is the transportation service contractor for Valley Metro. There, I started as a dispatcher. I cross-trained as a field supervisor. Then I was a line controller, and finally, I became the operations manager. How about you, Michelle? I've been with Valley Metro for 10 years now, and before that, I was on the other side of the fence on the contractor side. I started out as a bus driver, and I did all the other areas that go along on the other side, which was I've been a road supervisor, I've been a controller, I've been dispatcher, um, a scheduler. I helped out as far as uh, customer service. I did that. Um, I've done a little bit of it all. So as far as bus, I'm very well rounded in that whole area there. Great. Well, so it's interesting, you know, one of you on the bus side, one of you on the rail side, um, but you've both kind of worked out in the field, if you will, Mm -hmm. for a lot of your career. And now you're both kind of more on the management of the operations. Um, So will you maybe talk a little bit about the difference in, you know, working out on the rail line or out with a bus route or being an operator and then now kind of managing operations and from that side of things? Well, with me, it's challenging at times um, and you can't be thin skinned, but working out in the field, you could come and go. You were all over the place. Um, It was a lot easier, I would say, than becoming a manager because once you become the manager, now you're responsible for other um, things like right now I run the CECs, 
Um, we do operations for operation plans, special events, which those have been down since the COVID. But um, it's a lot more detail-orientated in the management position. That's very true, Debbie. I agree with you there for myself as well. I think for myself, it's been very hard on us as well as far as going from the bus operator and transferring myself into this role because I know what it takes and I know what they need. But it's unfortunate that um, I cannot do what needs to be done to give them everything that's required. You know, it, it just can't be. It just can't be. Sometimes as much as you want to do that for the operators and your customers, it you just can't. You know, you just don't have the resources as far as manpower or the vehicles. But it's very challenging to know that you're going to be late, you're going to be early, and you have these schedules that you have to adhere to. But on this side, it's like, you know what it takes. So being that driver, it's like, you know what needs to be done. Well said, So it is Michelle. different on this side. I think it's really, you know, it's really neat that, at least from the agency perspective, you both have sort of um, climbed up in your respective fields to be in the position that you are now. Um, but also something else, you know, I've noticed only being here for about a year and a half is that on our operations teams, both bus and rail um, tend to be more male dominated fields. So obviously you've both been in your respective areas for a couple decades now. Um, so what is it like to be a woman working in a more male dominated field? Well, previous to Valley Metro, I was a co-owner of a company that specialized in relocation of utilities, which was predominantly men. But where I'm very fortunate here with Valley Metro, the team that I work with today are very respectful and supportive of the women in the operations and just in Valley Metro in general. That's great to hear. Michelle, has that kind of been your experience as well? or Yeah. In this industry, there's already a tremendous uh, pressure to work hard. And I want to preface this by saying that I love my male co co-workers, my manager who is also male. But... Um, Every day that I show up for work, I have to have a game face on. In a male-dominated team, I have to prove that I'm capable and that I deserve to be in my place of work with these guys. I have to be strong. I have to be thick-skinned or else I'd be sitting in the corner crying. You know, it's, it's just that kind. But um, the thing is that these guys are very supportive, very supportive, very respectful. But... Um, not every day is the same here. So there are days that I lose my stuff and they're here to help me get through it. They're here to support me and help me understand. They're here to help me work through it to, to rise above the challenge, you know. So, you know, there's never, I can't say that I've ever come across two days that are ever the same in operations. Every day is a different animal. So every day is a different challenge, but every day is a great day as long as we're able to make service. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I'm sure, you know, both of you have really interesting jobs. And Michelle, I know you just said every day looks different. And Debbie, I know I am on the receiving end of some of your emails at the wee hours of the night when a car crashes mm -hmm. into the light rail and you <laughs> are kind of in a similar boat if, you know, 
never knowing what to expect. Do you feel like that atmosphere kind of helps strengthen the team relationships that you have with your coworkers? Absolutely. Absolutely. As Michelle said, we even on rail side, we have a great group of people that just work hand in hand and they are there to help. If you're having an off day, because like she said, two days are never the same. There's always something different coming at you. And when you're having that off day with here at Real Operations, I have a good support team. It's like, okay, it's not, let's look at it this way, Deb. And that's what we do. So, but you work hard for it, but it's every day and every day is a change, but it's exciting. Mm -hmm. It really is. So since you both have been in your careers for a while and you've, and you've done so many different things, what advice would you give to a younger woman who's just starting out in bus operations or rail operations um, and who wants to move to the next level? Run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, I love what I do or else I would not be here. I, I really wouldn't. You know, as much as um, as much as it feels every day to come to work, like it's like, oh God, here I go again. Every day that I get to my desk, it's like, okay, here we go. Let's face it full on and see what a difference we can make in somebody's life. You know, but for myself, for uh, I mean, every day we have women that ride the bus, and I would hope that every day that they're on there, if it's a young woman that can take some from something from that ride and say, you know what, I wonder if I could invest myself in a career in the transit business, go for it. I would say if any young woman that has that capability of being able to change on the fly and not be all stressed out about stuff constantly, heck yeah, give it a shot. I would agree with Michelle. Um, I would encourage any young woman to seek a career in transportation or rail operations. I do recommend they start from the bottom. Mm -hmm. You need to know your job before you can manage people that do the job. So I think starting from the bottom, working your way up, you have a better understanding of what you're expected to do, of what the job consists of. I agree 100% with you, Debbie. And yes, that has helped me tremendously. I have folks that have been in Valley Metro for years that have no knowledge as far as how the industry in transit works because they've never been at the bottom and worked up. You know what I mean? It's They know the top stuff, but they don't know how it, it's been developed from the bottom to where they're at. So once they're at the bottom and they work themselves up and get the whole picture, they're like, oh my God, it's so much work, you know? Mm -hmm. So it gives them a whole different view to see it from the bottom up. Absolutely. It really, really does help them. So moving back kind of to your current jobs, what would you each say is the most challenging thing about your job? I would say with mine is like making snap decisions. With operations, things change so rapidly. If a train's yeah. delayed, you know, um, making the customers aware. Since we got the um, communication specialist in the back, it helps the customers so much more to know, okay, the train's delayed through the VM alerts. You know, just keeping everybody informed of what's happening. But with us, and I say this about the controllers all the time, it's quiet until it's quiet. They're like firemen. It's quiet until something happens and everybody's jumping through hoops to try and make sure we still facilitate service. Absolutely, I agree. And the thing is, 
um, Madeline, that folks don't understand the positions that Deb and I are in is we're overseeing it, whereas those people on the front lines are the ones that are making it happen. The controllers, your dispatchers, your operators, all those folks back there that people don't see, OMG, they do a phenomenal job to make it happen. And those are the challenging times. That is the most challenging of anybody's job on our end, I would say, for at least myself. And I, I would think Debbie. Because Absolutely. it's not only affecting um, our customers, it affects our contractors, it affects um, customer service. It's just a whole domino effect for everybody that most people don't even know. You know, they don't think of all that other stuff on the back end. So it, it affects it, a lot of people. Yep. And as you said earlier, Madeline, is that you've received those emails from me in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. We're needing a bus bridge. Michelle's the one I'm talking to in the middle of the night mm -hmm. to make that happen. So, yeah, we're making those calls in the middle of the night, telling them what we need, when we need it and where we need it. And those folks on the back end are the ones that don't get the recognition. They're out there and one, two, three o'clock in the morning making it happen. You know, and we're just like, hey, you just need to make this happen. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're we're half asleep and they're making it happen. So mm -hmm. but those are those are the challenging times. And and myself, um, I just want to say, being that this is a male dominated um, area, I noticed that for myself, um, I face challenges with men in this field that either external and internally, they assume that that I as a woman don't know my job or a job in transit as well, you know, so that for me is a little frustrating to be automatically pegged as mm -hmm. not being very knowledgeable in that field, you know, because of my gender. I see it sometimes from different folks that we work with, vendors, uh contractors, mm -hmm. and the majority of them are male and they look at you like you're who you know they give you the look and yeah you know so it's like yeah and then when they realize you do know your stuff then they're all like oh that's the girl you know yep. so yeah <laughs> very well said Michelle <laughs> you know. to end things on a higher note what is the best thing about your job connecting communities and enhancing lives every day I love it that we're able to do that that we have the ability to do it you know, I work with a great team, seven guys, three women, most every day, you know, we're all on, the, we're all here in the office and I consider them all my family. I mean, I spend more time with these guys here than I do with my husband. I would agree with Michelle, connecting communities, enhancing lives is a big plus. We see an increase in ridership right now on the rail, which is nice to see. And it's just the group I work with. I enjoy coming to work. I learn something new every day while it's stressful. It's very fulfilling. Is there anything else you want to add about working at Valley Metro? Anything at all that I didn't ask about? Girl power. <laughs> That's right. Girl power. Yep. Hell yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I encourage any one of you guys, Madeline, you know, when you guys ever have a chance, you know, just come out and hang with us and see what we do. You'll see that there's never a day that there's a dull moment around here. People think we just sit around here and twiddle our thumbs. Yeah. I definitely don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't. 
every day is a rockin' day. Yep. Maddie, I am so jealous that you got to spend time with Debbie and Michelle. They're two of my favorite women, and just hearing what they've, you know, accomplished at the agency is amazing. Oh, absolutely. I learned so much, and I was so inspired by them. It really made me think of what I can be doing to encourage and mentor younger women and men that want to work in transit or transportation, because they certainly look for opportunities to do that every day. So I think that's a great encouragement for all of us to be thinking about how we can show people what a great place this is to work and what a great field it is to work in. If you have a great idea for a story or an amazing person at Valley Metro that you think we should talk to, don't forget, you can always send it to us at our email address, podcast at valleymetro.org. We'd love to hear your ideas and report on the stories that you think are interesting. For Valley Metro, I'm Brittany. And I'm Madeline. Thanks for riding with us. We'll meet you at the next stop.